With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. I'm here with uh, Mitch Brulette, Officer Mitch Brulette from Brentwood Police Department here in California. Um, last week, we discussed some things about recruiting. Prior to that, we talked about your experience with the uh, wonderful video that those kids did to uh, thank you for your service and your um, all the things that you do here at the school. Um, you also mentioned, as we were talking offline, that you've created a, a social media program, and it, you actually recorded a, a, a PSA, um, uh, Pause Before You Post, I think you mentioned was the name. Tell me about how you are helping kids better utilize social media and avoid re- negative interactions on so- social media. Well, um, my first year when I finished uh, the first school year here, uh, you know, I took a look back. When I was in the Marine Corps, I had a sergeant who always told me when you finish something, look back and, you know, see what you could have done better. And I finished that first school year. And towards the end of that school year, we had a uh, a student who um, attempted suicide based off of um, a viral or a video that was posted about her on social media. Um, and it hit, it really kind of affected me in the fact that this was a, a good kid made a, made a, let's say a dumb decision um, to share a video that was, inappropriate and was later posted on social media um and instead of she dealt with it in a way of wanting to basically take her own life so i spent that summer thinking you know how can i do things differently i spoke with uh our leadership teacher here on maybe doing some sort of freshman orientation when it comes to you know the use of social media and i developed a presentation um the idea was kind of not to have me just talking at the kids, but making this like a group conversation, having them talk with me. I wanted to know what social media sites they were using, how they were using it. Um, but then what I also, the idea was to bring in some of our um, upperclassmen, you know, people with big, big names and, and big personalities on campus who were, um, who utilized social media in a positive way. So we built this presentation. Um, part of it was an idea of, of making a video, uh, a public service announcement, a PSA. Um, and so with the help of um, hashtag I can help, um, we developed this uh, pause before you post video. And, and the basis of the video or this public service announcement is how easily a day at school can go differently if you put something out there on social media. And if you really just took the time to talk to somebody about it face to face, how different your school day could go. Um, there was a lot of them out there that were dark um, about kids, like getting to the point where they're going to get commit suicide, and then somebody comes in and saves them. Um, this one doesn't have that feeling. It's it's basically um, someone who put something out there on social media that wasn't true, how it affected her day, and how other kids kind of stood up for the person that was being victimized. Um, so as we put this program together. Um, I I don't like to do large assemblies. What I like to do is more intimate settings when it comes to doing presentations with kids. Um, our freshman class usually average 
probably about eight, not 800 to 900 students. So if you figure you do three groups of 300, um, do a presentation in our theater, um, and you kind of get more of a one-on-one form. So I make the presentation fun. I use some, uh, some fun YouTube uh, videos and I teach them and I tell them the dangers of social media, um, the, the penal code sections or how they can get in trouble by using it. Um, but I don't sugarcoat it. Like I'm, I'm very genuine with them. Um, I don't hide some of the things that are out there. And as we were putting this together, it came across me that what the kids were telling me, I needed to tell their parents. Mm. And so I developed a, uh, that same presentation, a very similar one, but for parents. And we told the parents directly, this is exactly what they're using and how they're using it. And here's the thing us as the older generation, when it comes to it, we'll never, ever be able to compete with those kids when it comes to social media and how they use it. Um, but parents need to know, and we tell the parents straight off, like if you're, if your child is an Apple iPad, uh, Apple iPhone user, then you need to have Apple iPhone. You can't, you have to have the same devices and we teach them the stuff that they're using and how they're using it. Um, that was a little bit disappointing with the fact that we didn't get the turnout we wanted from the parents. Mm. Um, it's almost like one of those things. Well, if it's not directly happening to their kids, they're not getting involved. Um, but we did hold presentations. We held f- over four presentations for the parents. Um, and then as we took a look at the presentation, I started to realize that a ninth grade might be too late. So yeah. we have to get it out to the younger kids and maybe even down into this, you know, sixth, seventh grade level. So what we did was um, some of those kids, those upperclassmen that participated in the presentation with me, we started taking it to our middle schools and doing presentations to our middle school kids um, and sharing that same presentation with them. Um, it really turned into Twitter, got a little wind of it and invited us and the upperclassmen that were sharing it to come to take a tour at Twitter and thanked us for, you know, being positive role models on social media. And then I've taken that and I've been able to speak at the National Safe Schools Conference for the last couple of years. And I share that presentation with teachers, with educators and law enforcement that they can kind of take back to their community um, to help kids. Because when it comes to social media and the epidemic that it is, it's not a school thing. It's not a police thing. It's a community thing. And the families and parents need to get involved to help both law enforcement and educators. Because what we have to realize is social media is never going away and it's this kid's world. And even that parent that says, my kid never used this social media, they're on it. They are using it through somebody else or, or they're exposed to it. So we need to start young as I call it building your digital footprint, your, mm-hmm. rep, you know, your reputation uh, for you and I, you know, our reputations in high school reached maybe 20 to 40 people to where these kids, their reputation, their digital footprint is reaching thousands, not to mention it has an effect on their future with colleges and military jobs, and jobs. Yeah, et cetera. Yeah, it, it, as you said, it's, um, it's ubiquitous, particularly among kids. Um, and social media, of course, includes things like YouTube. You mentioned a video uh, that caused this young lady to um, ideate about suicide. Um, there's so many channels and avenues that it's impossible to monitor them all. But if you monitor one very carefully, um, as a parent, I'm speaking as a parent, uh, then you might have, you might find a clue, you know, you might find an indicator, and it's it's imperative that, as you'd mentioned, you need to be on the same devices, you need to have the same, you ha- need to have access to the account, 
um, Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And if you're paying attention, then you might see something and give your give yourself an opportunity to intervene, right? Um, but if your if your head is in the sand, and as you'd said, you know, your parents, some parents are in denial that their kids are even doing anything on social media. But the fact is that they are. Um, the, the issue of bullying online um, is is an incredible one. Um, obviously, it's something that has caused kids to again consider death by suicide, um, but also just meanness. And it's it's interesting how if you're in person with someone, you're a lot less likely to say something hideous or mean. But online, because you're, I don't know almost anonymous. You're not anonymous. I mean, your face and your name are there. But you're more inclined or maybe more, you feel safer in saying something mean. Um, what's your take on how how we can more closely align what social media does uh, as, a, as it re- relates to, you know, in-person relationships? I mean, bullying is a real thing from early age. Um, in person and online, but the the digital bullying is that it, it's still to me it's it, it's a mystery of how we can kind of fix that problem. Yeah, that's where I, I think it goes back to. It's a not a law enforcement or an educator thing. It's a community thing, and you know, I you want to say it in a term. It's a you know they're keyboard gangsters, right? They're hiding behind mm. the the screen. They feel safe at that time, um, and they're going to say things that. Um, they probably would not say to your face because you can't do anything when you're immediately right behind the screen. Now I can tell you this though, like what I'm telling the kids and what I'm teaching them is, or I'm trying to get through their mind is, is to kind of root for the underdog and not, it's not snitching, right? It's Mm -hmm. see something, say something and stand up if you see it. And I can tell you this, I've learned it could be a picture of 10 girls in it. And if nine out of the 10 girls get tagged and that one girl doesn't get tagged, that's a form of bullying. And it's, it's, we as adults, as parents, educators, law enforcement can only do so much, but it's the teaching the kids to do the right thing and to step up. And that, that's where I think, and it goes back to when we were talking about, um, the, uh, recruiting process of mm-hmm. you, the kids have to, the kids have to step up and, and, and report what they're seeing and stand up for each other. And if you teach them at a young age, they're more likely to do it as they continue to grow. And that whole rooting, you want to call it rooting for the underdog, the kids are starting to do that. And yeah. I'm seeing it I'm, I'm seeing it on a daily, like kids are stepping up for each other because of the meanness and how, you know, and I, I talked to them about how short your, this world is and how short your life could be and how we get worked up about stuff that we see on social media. And it really in the big scheme of things, it's, it's nothing. You know, like I tell them all the time, I tell the students here, keep your circles small. Right. Everything outside of your circle is just noise, but they're so affected by how many likes they get or who retweets it or who, you know, screenshots it off their Snapchat. Um, It's such a big deal to them. But if you if you teach them in a pot, hey, we got to use this in a positive way and we got to come together or, hey, go be nice to somebody today or go do something nice for someone. And that could be simply in your home telling your own child, hey, go do something nice for someone today. Yeah. A long time ago, I used to work at a coffee shop. And every so often you'd get that guy and it'd just be just the worst customer experience ever. Get out of my store. I would make it a very um, crucial 
tactic to be nice, really nice to the very next customer and be obviously nice because it made me feel better. Mm. Um, and you're, you're such a positive person. Um, it's, it, it's clear to me that you're, you're in the right spot to teach kids positivity and picking each other up and being a good teammate and being respectful of others. Um, I want to thank you very much for your time and for everything that you do for your, our kids. Um, you, you've had a tremendous impact across the country, not just because of your video, but because of some of the things that I've written, I've observed. Um, it, you're an inspiration, and I want to thank you, Mitch. I appreciate that, Doug. Thank you. Thanks again for listening.